Did you know that there are literally dozens of podcasts dedicated to the Cleveland Browns, but not one dedicated to Cleveland culture and general shit-talking? Have you ever heard someone say, what the fuck is in Cleveland, and thought, I wish I had something I could throw in their face? Well, get ready, baby, because we're here to talk all things Cleveland. Current events. Local news. Arts and culture. Food. Millennial musings. And maybe some murder. That's Audrey Imes. That's Ryan Judy. And And we'll we'll see see you in Cleveland. It doesn't smell like pee. (laughs) I hope not. My dog literally just pissed out in here five seconds before we were going to (laughs) podcast. She's such a brat. We were just outside. You're probably going to hear a little dingle dangle in the background. Ding, 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 ding. That's true. I could take her collar off of her, but I think it's kind of fun. If you hear it, take a a shot every time you hear (laughs) Olive's collar dingling in the background. (laughs) She's literally, like, exploring and climbing on the couch. Like, she doesn't live here all the time to do this, but it's fine. She'll lay down in a minute. She will. She's very chill. After she pees and poops again. (laughs) This is where she does it. Okay. (laughs) So how's your weekend so far, Ryan? Oh, it's beautiful. You know, the summer's going well. It's going well. It's funny. I was thinking the other day, we keep saying post-pandemic, but it's totally not. And that's in itself is like so privileged to say, think too, because the rest of the world is not living in a post-pandemic. I almost just said something really privileged. I almost just said something really privileged and went, well, is it privileged or is it vaccinated? But I think that is fucking privileged. If you're comparing it to the rest of the world. Well, um, we're just enjoying it while it lasts because who knows? It could be temporary. And if that's the case, yeah, Delta, then whatever. Right. We're going to just all do our best to take care of each other. But you're right. We do need to think about the rest of the world Mm, and be mindful of the fact that it's not so great in other countries. Too far off already. But enough about COVID. Yeah, please. But it's funny. Also, I was thinking because we just took a trip. On, mm. on an airplane, and I was like, <laughs> that was probably too close to getting, like, after being on lockdown and being quarantined to go on a flight. You think so? Well, I mean, just because of how crazy it was. Because everyone literally had the same idea that we did. They're like, oh, I'm vaccinated, let's go on a flight. And that, yeah, that is true. I wasn't thinking about, you're saying, because of it was extremely crowded. Everywhere yes. we went, every plane we were on was basically full for the most part. And we were on a few planes. We were on mm. four planes. Was it only four? We waited for about a dozen flights, but right. we were actually only on four planes. Right. I won't even get started. So we, we took a trip to <laughs> Omaha to visit our, our lovely friend Chelsea, who take a drink every time we say Chelsea. <laughs> but we went with our other lovely friend Alexa. Alexa! To visit Chelsea. Anything for Alexa when we say Alexa's name? Oh, okay. Every time we say Alexa, smoke a cig. Yeah. yeah. Light one up. Light one up, but we mean a cig. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so me, Ryan, Alexa took a journey to Omaha to see Chelsea. And it was, you know, whenever I've been telling people about the trip, I start with all the great parts, which are, for me, number one, any of the moments where we were all just like sitting around a table talking Mm -hmm. and like yeah those are the best parts the food we ate so much incredible food Mm -hmm. the people in omaha are very nice wow one of the nicest 
people I've, they're either, I've met. <laughs> there's a gas leak or they're all on drugs. Yeah. I don't know what which one it is. But, yeah, they are super friendly. Exactly. Like, I don't think – everyone always says Cleveland. Like, I think Cleveland gets lumped in with Midwest. I think Ohio mm-hmm. does. And I was thinking recently how that's really dumb because no. we are the Mideast. Yeah. But I don't think anybody Omaha wants to is s- the Midwest. Omaha is definitely Midwest. Sure. Yeah, That I is, like, quintessential. I feel like the Midwest – stops maybe just before Indiana. To me, everything yeah. east of Indiana is the Middle East, but nobody will call it that, yeah. obviously, <laughs> in America. But you heard it here. Yeah, Omaha's great. We Omaha did was a, wonderful. a rage room. That was a rage. Yes. Yeah. That was great. And the, the Henry Dorley zoo and they have an aquarium there as well zoo is top notch it really was compared to cleveland zoo i hate to say it like i would you know we're not we're actually here to do the opposite of talk shit on cleveland but it it, the henry dorley zoo is better than the cleveland we should go to the cleveland zoo this year though just for like comparative purposes i haven't been there in like a decade oh okay i was just there but i I love the zoo you know what henry dorley zoo doesn't have the cleveland zoo has Asian Lantern Festival. That's true. Which is a sight to be That's seen. Or Did be you behold. see that the Cleveland Zoo is trying to sue the Pittsburgh Zoo because they're trying to do something called the Asian Lantern Festival. And they're saying, <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. That's ours. Um, I don't think there's basis <laughs> no, in No, okay. That. <laughs> I will defend Cleveland until the day I die. Defend the Clee. We absolutely invented that and it's trademarked. TM <laughs> stapled on the butt. And you have to... You have to pay us. I do think do that, it. like, if it was a zoo somewhere else, if it was, like, Omaha that, that tried to do that, it, it wouldn't be a, as big of a deal. But the <laughs> fact so, that they're so close. It's like our bitchy younger sisters trying to do the same thing. We yeah. <laughs> like, no. Oh, my gosh. We have to make sure we tell Alexa about that as she is a Pittsburghian. Mm, if you have that cigarette, better light it up. Light it up. That's one. We'll put a little graphic <laughs> or a little ding. What's the sound of a lighter? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's really funny because Alexa also walked around the Henry Dorley Zoo and compared it to the Pittsburgh Zoo the whole time. So it all comes full circle. Mm -hmm. But Omaha itself, the trip was wonderful. Getting there and getting home wasn't great. It was not great. I mean, what's going on is that the airlines don't have enough employees, enough pilots, enough flight attendants. They don't have enough flights running. Which makes sense because all those flight attendants probably got furloughed, laid off, whatever. Because the government, I was reading, the government gave them a bunch of money because of COVID. And they chose to instead like help their employees they gave them options to retire especially they're like aging pilots so they just gave that money for them to retire how many of them probably were like fuck it i'm gonna do that right exactly so now they don't have enough pilots because they gave them money to do that so i do when i picture a pilot i mean i hate to say this because this is just like patriarchy but i picture an old white guy i know or just an old guy or a denzel washington like an old guy Mm. older guy you know so yeah i bet a bunch of them were just like fuck it i'm retiring I'm, i'm just gonna do my side hustle business Making 3D printing, <laughs> you know, golf tees. And now there's just not enough pilots. Wow. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bad experience travel-wise. Pretty much the most it, – it, it, people have had way worse. Mm. Like, we didn't have to sleep in an airport or anything like that. For but sure. we could have. If we didn't have resources, <laughs> we would have. Um, so, thank goodness we are home and we miss every Chelsea and Alexa already. And yep. I'm sure you'll hear about there's more trips with them. cigarette and a shot. So if you're still Ryan, smoking that other one, just put it up. Ryan, why don't you keep two a tab. at the same time? Why don't you keep a tally over there, and at the end, you can just tell everybody how many it should be, and then they can catch up. Afterward. No, that'll be the last time because you guys are going to be drunk and hoarse by the time we're done from all the smoking. That was me. I lost my voice when we go. Anytime yeah. we travel, I try to travel smoke. I try to be like a 
a cigarette tourist and I'll try to, you know, I'll like not smoke mm. and then I'll try to smoke a pack of cigarettes in a day and then wonder why the next day I'm like, I can't yeah. fucking And your voice is like, um, we, we've already been through this. Can we not? Right. You guys hear me in the bathroom going, how now, brown oh, cow? God, no. How now, brown cow? That's how I love to, or, or I'll just say, hello, my name is Audrey. Um, but I don't smoke anymore. I actually haven't smoked since we got back, good. since I handed Alexa good. the pack. Yeah, That's how so, people get started again, so I'm glad. Yeah, no, I'm good. I, if I can, I'd like to be able to successfully do that, that one thing. Like, I know there are other things I can't dip into like that, but I would like cigarettes to be something I can just, like, dip in, dip out of. And, mm -hmm. and I think I do that pretty well so far. Yeah, I mean, they're gross, so it's kind of <laughs> easy. Yeah. I, I'm like, usually, okay. like, it takes, <laughs> it's usually, like, the third or fourth one before I even enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> And I was really only doing it because of how stressed we were with the travel. But yeah. it was awesome to be there, and it was awesome to get home. Mm -hmm. um, to get home to beautiful Cleveland. I don't think we've ever – I almost kissed the sidewalk Honestly. outside of Cleveland Hopkins Airport when we were here. I was so happy when we landed. It's beautiful here. And, um, you know, now that I'm back, you know, I'm still I, – I know we've told everybody I live in Cleveland now. I bought a house in Cleveland I don't know. Some I've had a few moments the past few weeks that I'm like, can I handle living in Cleveland? You gotta be fucking tough to live in Cleveland. Yeah, you gotta be tough. You gotta be tough, and it's very it's true in a couple different ways. First of all, I'm trying to think which thing do I want to bitch about first? <laughs> uh, no, I'll start with. Um, so I had an encounter with some teens. This story makes me feel small. <laughs> this story makes me feel... The minute you start off with teens, teens. It's like, oh, no. Fucking teens, dude. So I was at this intersection right here by my house. State Road and something near Parma is all is what I'll say. Mm -hmm. So like closer to Parma than like worse areas if you keep going north on yeah. State Road. Cleveland-Parma border. Cleveland, right on the border. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm at this intersection. I'm like feet away from my home. But I'm, I have to cross State Road. And as I'm coming up to the intersection, light's green. I'm getting ready to coast right on through. I'm not speeding, but I'm just not stopping because I have mm. a green light. And out of nowhere from the right side, this fucking kid on a bike laughing, laughing. And some, the biggest, like, clown-like grin on his face comes flying into the intersection in front of my car. No regard. Like, I, he was doing it on purpose. Oh, like, I'm yes. positive. He was doing it like it was like a... He was stirring some trouble. He's just a fucking little daredevil, He probably right? woke up, chugged like two monsters. It was 7.30 on <laughs> yeah, a right. Thursday morning. I'm like, why He's are like, you I'm even... skipping school today. Well, it's summer. That's oh, what it right. is. Oh, right. That's right. If, if he was... He would have been But still, what is, he, what is a child doing up that early oh. in the middle of summer? Oh, I got cousins this kid's age. They don't... He hadn't gone to bed. He oh, just had, He had probably just, just been fucking up. been up all night video gaming. Oh, my God, that's crazy. And him and his... So... After he flew out in front of my car, I slam on my brakes, almost bust up my car. I had my dog with me. I had Olive in the front seat, my child. <sighs> and she has a tether thing. But if I have to stop that abruptly, she still flies forward right. and hits the fucking dashboard. So she's, like, got a broken nose. <laughs> she was fine. No. But it just added to, like, the ugh, the panic of, like, I already mm. am slamming on my brakes. And now I'm worried I just broke my dog's face. Mm -hmm. And in the heat of all of it, I was so mad because I knew instantly that this kid was doing it to be a little dick. Mm. I had the windows down in my car and I just started fucking yelling and I was like, you fucking little piece of shit. What the fuck, you little asshole, you fucking little asshole. I'm surprised you didn't honk your horn because you're such a, 
you're you're a horn honker. I don't know why I am. I honked my horn earlier. <laughs> Somebody I honked it today. Some old man not turning left. Go. Um, <laughs> I no. I don't know why. Maybe because my horn wasn't working recently. So yeah, I, I use my. I, horn. I think you were reacting more like you wanted to like let them. Go. I wanted to yell at these children. Yeah. Like I wanted. To, where is your mother? <laughs> where is your mother? Because okay, so it was the kid who ran out in front of my car was like twelve thirteen. Like, not an old, like a little kid. He looked little. 12, 13, but he was with this other kid who was definitely like 15, 16, who was also on a bike. So they both, technically they both rode out in front of me, but the younger one was like well ahead of the other one. So after they go past me, I'm in my car fucking screaming, and I'm screaming at them. I'm flicking them off out the window. <laughs> I am angry at what they have just mm. done. And all was probably barking. All it, She actually wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't barking yet. Yet. So as I'm yelling and flicking off, these fucking kids turn around and start riding back to my car. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, that was my reaction was God fucking damn it. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not going. I'm the adult. I'm the adult in the situation. Mm -hmm. So no matter what I want to do, if I yell, first of all, I don't know if these, I don't know if these kids have a gun. I hate to say that. You don't know. I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many guns out there. Kids have guns. Adults have guns. Everybody has guns. For all I know, these are kids who are trouble and they have guns. And now they're turning around to come because they've heard me calling them a fucking little asshole, which is really the worst <laughs> of what I said, honestly. Yeah, that's not that bad. Like, God, the people they could have run out in front of in Parma, honestly. The racial slurs that would have been thrown... Mm. Oh, my God. But anyway, I am right in my position to call you a little fucking asshole. <laughs> so he, they come back. The younger one gets, I, I start, I roll up my windows, of course, because I'm not trying to get, probably he's going to throw something in my car. He's got a knife. He's yeah. going to do whatever. He could spit I'd be on me. Yeah. All these things. So I roll up my car. He comes up to my car. He's literally right outside my door, like, Waving at me and smiling, popping fucking wheelies. Oh, Olive is God. losing it. My dog is viciously barking and growling next to me. I just gave this kid my best crazy eyes <laughs> and kept repeating, get the fuck away from my car. <laughs> and then the then luckily, uh, Ryan, I can't even tell you how badly I wanted to. I won't even say it because we won't even put it on the record. But I wanted to, <laughs> again, I am the adult in the situation. There were no other yeah, adults you around. Kept it cool. I did the right thing, but oh my god, it just pisses me off because they just rode away after a few seconds of taunting me. They just rode away, and then the light turned green, and I went home, and I rushed into my house so that they wouldn't. And it just pisses me off because it's like I shouldn't have to feel that way, and I hate that those kids like got they got a rise out of you. They got yeah. They totally got exactly what they wanted yeah. from me. So in the future, and that's why I'm telling this kind of embarrassing story, just for everybody, in the future, what I will do, I will try not to immediately fly off the handle screaming. I'll do my best with that, mm. but I can only promise my best, which I don't know what that is, but we'll see. I will, next time, if I ever get approached like that, I need to lay on my horn. I don't know why. I should have been laying yeah, on the oh, horn yeah, the, the whole, whole time, time. Mm -hmm. because he probably wouldn't have done it because mm -hmm. he would have expected somebody's going to see. Yeah. Or I should. Oh, no, those yeah. are bad. I was like, I should hit him with my car. Yeah. No, I would never. And do then that. if something did happen, then you, someone is looking because your yes. horn is. Because that was the other thing. I was like, what? If, like, I, there was a moment where I wanted to throw my car door open and like knock him off his bike, <laughs> which I totally could have fucking done. But I'm like. 
he'll say I hit him with my car, yeah. and nobody and will be here to see it. And your car would have got scratched, too, probably, somehow. Mm, it was a shitty little bike. I wanted, and then, well, I'm also worried about my dog. I'm like, what if oh, they... Oh, yeah, she could have just lunged. Well, I'm like, not even... Oh, she's tethered. Yeah, like, she could have, if she hurts him somehow, is that going to be my fault or her fault, and then that's a whole... Or are they going to hurt her? Like, what if he knocks me to the ground and fucks, him, fucks with my dog or lets her go? These, this is the mind of a person riddled with anxiety 24-7 because my <laughs> oh. mind went in all these different directions instantaneously. And I just wanted to share that experience because it made me question, ugh, can I fucking deal with this? Because this literally happened like 100 feet from my house, which yeah. is so annoying. Because now I'm worried these kids are going to fucking clock me. I'm like hiding from teenagers. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't, but it's like annoying. I also had similar thoughts because with the fireworks... It was like a war zone, and I can promise you it is not like that <laughs> other places. I'm sure, you know, there is definitely fireworks other places, but in Cleveland, it's like fucking battlegrounds. Yeah. It's like nuts. If by chance anybody is listening to this in Chicago or even New York City, I feel like there's no way people shoot off fireworks in New York City. No. Maybe in, like, the suburbs, like the, or not the suburbs, right. but, like, the other boroughs, like, mm. the, maybe not Manhattan, but, like, maybe, like, in the Bronx and, like, places like that. Mm. I could see it being as, as prevalent as it is here, but it. I think the reason it bothers me so much, because, like, my parents are in the sticks, and this was the next thing that makes me think, can I actually deal with living here? Because... My parents live, you know, more out in the sticks, and there's tons of people shooting off things all year round, honestly. Mm -hmm. But guns. it's so... Guns, cannons. Mm. Cannons? Oh my god, there is somebody on my parents' street who I swear to God, Ryan, it is the biggest fucking gun I have ever seen, heard. It is basically a cannon. I don't know what it is, but it's like, oh. I mean, I just said, it's the sticks, so mm. people got crazy shit out there. But even though there's stuff going off, it's not... It, everybody's so spread out. Right. Where we are right on top of each other here in these suburbs. Mm -hmm. And I felt the same way. Like, I looked out the window the eve of, or the, it was the eve, I think, of 4th of July, or maybe 4th of July itself. But, like, literally from east to west, as far as I could Just see. Just your own fireworks there, show. It was my own. And that's <laughs> the thing is, like, in that moment, I was like, ooh, this is kind of cool. Right. But the two weeks leading up to that moment where people were still doing it all the time, like every day almost, including the people directly behind me. Mm -hmm. It was annoying. It, not even just directly behind me, directly behind me, two doors to the left and like three doors to the right and somebody on the other side of the street. Like it's just a lot. I don't know where everybody has this disposable income for <laughs> right. fucking fireworks. This, yeah. Every boom, I'm like $30, $45, $85. Like I know fireworks are expensive. It's like expensive for one of those big colorful ones. Yeah. I'm almost positive. Like oh, somebody yeah. quote me. I don't know. I don't need a quote. I don't want any fucking fireworks because I'm not trying to put my like, hand off. Was that us? Someone was telling us that they know someone who spends their entire tax return on fireworks. That was, that was me. It was one of my mom's friend's boyfriends mm -hmm. who works at like a fucking gas station. Spends like two to $3,000 a year on fireworks. Which, I guess I shouldn't judge how people yeah, spend their money. I, I spend my money, that's but what you want to do, but it's annoying for other people. It, Just yeah. so you know. The, things, the stupid <laughs> things I spend my money on don't um, make your dog want to have a fucking seizure and right. pat like my dog literally wants to go up my ass and under my skin yeah. she gets so scared so it just yeah. that's why it really drives me nuts if, if it wasn't for olive i actually probably wouldn't even care or right. notice it but it's because my dog I but know. then i would be thinking about other people's dogs yeah like, like this sucks. my dog i played waterfall mu music 
nature sounds to drown it out. Oh, to drown out the fireworks. I just put on that music video on repeat for him. He might like that. That sounds. It's really soothing song. (laughs) It's really soothing. I sing that song when I am in a public restroom and I can't go to the bathroom because I'm nervous. I sing that song. No, I sing it to myself. Mm, You sing it out. No, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If no one's in the bathroom, absolutely. Oh yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I'll try that. Yeah. I don't really have that problem. Yeah. Urinals, it's like more like... I don't a... think girls have that problem in general. I mean, I certainly don't. Mm. At least not with peeing. Anyway, um, no more bathroom talk. But <laughs> in terms of the fireworks, I just wish Cleveland... I love Cleveland so much. I want us to go hard. I want us to be patriotic. But it's not... You're not doing it because you're patriotic. Like, you're yeah. doing it because you like to blow to shit blow, up. Yeah. And I just can't... I just can't have it. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it on the holiday, that's one thing. It's the like I said, it's the two weeks leading the, up to the yeah, holiday right. that people are and doing two it. weeks after because yeah, they have leftover. Right, one yeah. went off the other night. One went off the other. What night. I don't understand is when they go off in the middle of the day. Like I heard one in the middle of the day, and I'm like, you can't kids. even see it. It's probably kids just being stupid. right. There are ones that don't make. Okay, there was one I watched it on Fourth of July when I was watching my personal fireworks display. That was kind of cool, <laughs> even though I'm bitching about it. There was this one that went super high up in the sky, and then it exploded like. It was just a flash of white light. Like, nothing happened. And it was so loud. It was louder than all the... like. They just want it for the noise. Stupid. Why? Why? Stupid. I hate it. I love Cleveland, but I hate that. And it's definitely a big thing. So, I feel like we've been talking a lot of negative things about Cleveland this episode. I didn't mean to do that. Well, where are some pause positives? Positives for Klee, I mean, are endless if I really think about it. We were going to go to the Indians game today, which would have been a delight, but I would have been it's too beautiful tired. beautiful weather out, yeah. I would have been so beat if we were sitting there Maybe with all if that it was air. like a four o'clock game. Maybe. That would have been, because then we'd get home a little earlier. It's funner. It's sometimes more fun, I mean, to go to go with a group, too. I, I agree. I agree. So, it's we'll definitely have to a group go activity. Soon. Yeah. But other than... Some of the negative things we've said about Klee, we do have some updates just like about little news clippies. It's not like anything groundbreaking really, but just some things that I've saved, I've bookmarked, Ryan has sent me or vice versa. One thing that we saw recently is the U.S. Census Bureau released some of the results of the 2020 census, Mm. including um, population estimates for the city of Cleveland. Mm. I'm going to guess it's going down. It has, it looks like, gone down mm. since 2010. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I think, because, like, what I've seen before is that Columbus is going up and Cleveland is going down. Just so backwards, in my opinion, yeah. but, Columbus, yeah. there's more room to sprawl out. I mean, in Cleveland, there is, too, but Columbus, I just feel like there's more to go and there's more new development, yeah, whereas Cleveland, say, there's not as much. I do feel like the things immediately around Columbus aren't as developed as everything immediately around Cleveland. Like, mm-hmm. There's already a lot of people living around Cleveland. But it says that the uh, population July 2020 was 378,589 people, oh. which is less than what it was in the 2010 census, mm-hmm. it was 396,000. Oh, so it's like so 22,000 like 20, less people. Yeah. And apparently, according to this article from cleveland.com, because our, our estimated population was only going to be 375,000, mm-hmm. that was like the estimate, because our population was more than that, by just a little, at 378,000, 
it says that we could lose two wards. I shouldn't talk about this because oh, really? I don't know really what I'm talking about. Mm. Basically, they won't know if this the Cleveland City Council is going to shrink by two wards mm-hmm. until September when all of the 2020 census oh, okay. data comes out. Because I guess maybe there's still some mm. things to be D. But That's why you got to fill out your census, man. You've got to fill out your census. We plugged it when it was happening. Yeah, we both filled true. it out. And that's why I circled back to it. And now the results are out. Sorry to see that Cleveland's population has gone down slightly, but um, I think that, you know, with continued renewed investment Mm -hmm. in the city, technically my census, I wasn't even counted for Cleveland. Mm -hmm. I was counted for I'd be curious to know what, like, Cuyahoga County is. Like, the county as a whole, like, if the suburbs are... I actually just found that. In the 2020 census, the estimated population for Cuyahoga County as a whole is... A little over 1.2 million people. Okay. So that means Cleveland's like a quarter of Cuyahoga County. Wow. That makes sense to me. Yeah, it does. Because Cleveland's bigger than people. Like, I'm in Cleveland, but I'm mm-hmm. so I'm like 10 minutes from downtown Cleveland. Right. You know? So interesting stuff. We'll definitely keep an eye as the official numbers come out. And if the city council has to change or anything, you know, um, shrinks and we lose representation or... Whatever the consequences may be, I'm, I'm upset. No, I'm just kidding. We'll just keep tabs on it. And that, that does feed nicely into another topic that we do want to talk more about in the future, but that we'll tag or, or tease right now. Everybody should probably do some research about the upcoming Cleveland mayoral election, yes. which will be in November. I can't tell you a single candidate's name right now, which is Dennis a real Kucinich. shame. That's probably the only one most yeah. people could tell you right now because um, he's bip, a freaking... Bip? Bip. I just know the last name. Bip. Did you just endorse him? Or we just should we just endorse him? I love I love his last name. You He's got great signs him? too. I think it's Bip exclamation mark on his signs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I want to say it's Joshua, but I won't say that confidently. I will not vote for somebody named Joshua. Oh really? No, I don't know. I'm oh just okay. Kidding. I just think we just endorse him and it's over. <laughs> no, we will come in the coming months closer to the election when it's going to be. Because mm. what's the point of talking about it right now when then nobody's going to remember right. it? Or we probably won't. Yeah. Know, but we need to see closer. some debates going on. Yes, yes. There mm. was some sort of a town hall type deal somewhere recently with the candidates. Mm. But the candidates are confirmed. It it's is important. exciting to not have Frank Jackson as mayor he's been again. Frank Jackson, or he's been Frank <laughs> yeah. Jackson his whole life. No, I feel like he's been mayor my so whole long. life. Like, when was he not mayor? I know. I it's been a that. while. <laughs> we'll look it up later. We'll Google it. Um, yeah, no. I, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about his history, too. Maybe that would be a fun little feature. But yeah. Google, uh, read up on the Cleveland mayoral race yeah. if you live here, if you pay taxes here, because... Um, everything starts local. Yeah. The only reason why I knew Dennis Kucinich was one is because he mailed out some sort of postcard to people. <laughs> Wait, he sent that to people in the mail? Yes. I thought it was like a, a billboard or like a mural somewhere. No, it was... Or an ad. No. Dennis Kucinich's campaign sent out this postcard in the mail. That was the Cleveland script, the iconic Cleveland script the that we all know. The iconic sign that everybody takes pictures with. But but it was like red font and there was bullet holes in it. Oh my god. And on the postcard, I don't have it pulled up, but on the postcard, it was like fear-mongering, like Cleveland's one of the most dangerous cities. There's gun violence, which is true, but I really am like, I think that's how it's always been. And one, it's how it's always been to a certain extent, and two, I had to explain this to my fucking 
80-year-old grandmother the other day, which is funny that I have to explain it to Dennis Kucinich. Like, and his campaign. And his campaign and his support and people who support that. But, like, here's the thing. Like, I'm pretty sure it's, like, 12 to 15 percent, like, a really low percentage of gun violence and gun deaths, specifically in America, are actually caused by, like, strangers shooting strangers. Mm-hmm. You're going to get shot by somebody you know. Maybe somebody who you think loves you. Like... We don't need to walk out of our door every day and be afraid that we're going to get shot on the street. Yes, it happens. Yes, maybe it's more likely to happen depending on which area you're in. Mm-hmm. But none of us have, none of, nobody I know has to worry about that, right. unfor- you know, fortunately. And it's just, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's the way people paint it. Because even if you did go to an area where it's, air quotes, more likely to happen, People live there every fucking day and they don't get shot. Like, it's okay. And I hate that fear-mongering bullshit. Right. The media does it to a certain extent. Yeah. But it's also just people feeding into it. It's The media only does it because then my grandma's going to call ten people and tell them about the news story she saw. That's the only reason mm-hmm. the media has to do it. So we all just need to cut it out. And Dennis Kucinich, I'm, you should be ashamed. Seriously. Well, his campaign didn't apologize, but they did agree to stop using the Cleveland script. Well, they probably that. should. Do they have rights to, like, isn't it, yeah, like Cleveland I or Destination I don't Cleveland think, own that? I don't know if that is trademark, because you see it on, like, other, like, shirts and stuff well, like that. Well, we should use it for our merch. <laughs> yeah, right. See you in Cleveland <laughs> in that script? That would be great. You know, my we'll aunt, I was telling my aunt, because I was worried you were going to move to Columbus the other day, because you were talking about a job in Columbus, and I was like, <gasps> Um, and I was like, what would we do about the pod if Ryan moved to Columbus? Like, we can't have a Cleveland pod if one of us lives in Columbus. But then I was like, we would obviously just have a pod where we talk about both Cleveland and Columbus. Yeah. It would be or hilarious. Ohio. It would just be like a rivalry pod. It'd oh, that would be fun. It'd be kind of cute. I'd be like, well, I did this. And you know and what we would call it? this place is great. You know what we would call it? What? See you when I see you. <laughs> And the C's would be C's for Cleveland. Oh, see you when I see you. I love that. And that's what we'd be like, yeah, I'll see you when I see you, babe. Well, anyway. I'm not moving to Columbus, so it's not happening. Well, if anybody in Columbus wants to do that podcast with yeah, me, too. Yeah, that sounds great. That would be great. Who, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that offline. Maybe we should do that. Anyway. I don't know if we talked about Pride in the last episode. I don't think we, we did. probably didn't. But it's okay. But that's we were, okay. We were so busy celebrating yes, Pride. We didn't exactly. have time to record and, and pod. And I'm sure all of our listeners were busy too. Yes. So. It was a beautiful Pride month. They normally do a big um, festival-ish downtown. Um, but they did not do that this year. They didn't do it last year either, obviously. So they opt for this Pride ride, which is essentially like a parade, but with regular people and no floats and like just regular cars, which was beautiful it was lovely there were so many people i i was convinced that when we got done with the with the route which takes you pretty much from edgewater up through detroit shoreway neighborhood then up to ohio city then you go down 25th and then you go back down detroit and end in gordon square like by brunettes um i was convinced because we were at the very front we were the fourth or third car yes i'm we so were right jealous up there. and gagged whatever um Whenever we got done, I was like, I feel like people are still leaving Edgewater. Did you at least like bring a banner for the podcast or anything? No. We just had some rainbow stuff. We were in a Mustang top I just, down, honey. In the future we're doing that. I didn't Yes, think about it I know. Now. It would yes. There was definitely like when I got there, I was like, I didn't prep for this as much as I should have. But I honestly thought it was kind of just like a regular, like just regular people go. And they do, but they deck their cars out. People were like taping stuff on their cars. 
which I was like, that is, I'm Your not, face. I'm not taping Ryan's, anything on a car. That is tacky <laughs> in more than one it's way. It's not tacky. I just feel bad for your car. Like, what if you peel it's off the gonna... tape and something, like, fucks up with the paint? Would it do that? S. Brennan, he would know. Well, he certainly was not He was not about that. to tape no, no, this no, car. No, no, no. I would tape, like, the something. The Mustang, no. If I could tape it along the bottom of the windows, maybe, and, like, yes. put the tape there. That's true. Then maybe I would, but, but I can't the, see. Yeah. The, the Pride Ride was amazing um seeing everybody so happy and cheerful and truly proud was a lovely sight and after losing a little faith in humanity the past year honestly it was refreshing because i was like there are tons of people who just want to see love and pride and celebration yeah um so pride in the cle great but after that at Saucy Brew Works, which is in the Hingetown neighborhood between Detroit Shoreway and Ohio City. At Saucy Brew Works, they did an after party. Outside, it was a drag show, mm, which saucy. was... Yes, yeah, Saucy was great. At Saucy, they have an outdoor patio called the Vibe Garden. Vibe. And it's like across the street essentially from saucy next to the kickboxing studio oh it's across the street so you have to walk across detroit avenue to get to it no it's like behind oh, it behind okay it. i see the other like the little yes, street like yes yes the side street, yes, the side okay. street. Gotcha, gotcha gotcha it's a huge outdoor patio with picnic tables i haven't been there since they opened and this. there's volleyball courts cornhole and outdoor bar you can even get food delivered to your table from the restaurant they'll bring it to you across the street which nice. is great so they did an outdoor drag show there mm. which is like you don't see too many outdoor drag shows especially ones that aren't yeah. like there's no like pavilion overhead you know what right. i mean to keep the yeah. sun out but they worked it they, it was hot that day too. it was it was i was hot. supposed to meet you and i can't remember exactly why i didn't i think oh it just did i was too late it just didn't mm. work i had too many i tried to do too many things in one day but um yeah, that's that's a lot because I often think that anytime I'm watching a drag show, whether it's whether I personally feel warm or not, I know if I had to cake on that much makeup, that much costume, oh hair, the dancing, mm. the moving, and you I can't would be, sweat either. Like yeah, you have to not, like you, you have, have to make I mean, sure you don't sweat. Yeah, I would be dead. I would be oh a gosh. sweaty pig. I could never do it. And they're like doing it on like pavement. You know what I mean? Like, that would scare me even more. Because if you do fall on in those fucking heels. Yeah. Ooh, but none of, no, they were all professionals. They all did it. And Saucy was great for putting that on. That and, is awesome, yeah. Um, Sassy Sasha did put it on. And she said that she wanted to do it at a place that was inclusive year-round and not just Pride Month. And she said that Saucy is. And I think that's really great of Saucy. That's lovely. Yeah, we need more businesses like that. For sure. And Saucy Brewworks is one of my favorite Cleveland establishments. Oh, yeah. I'll always. For sure. But, I won't turn my nose up at going to Saucy. Yes. Their pizza is so good. That Pizza's Nashville great. hot chicken one. Oh, my God. With the pickles on it. With the pickles on it. On it. Mm-hmm. And then there's that one that has, like, the honey drizzled. Yes, with that the, one's great. What else is on that I think that it's, one? like, Capicola, maybe, yeah, is on it. Like and, like, arugula, maybe, too. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. That one's great. And their beer is even, delicious Even just well. their cheese pizza. It's got, like, four different cheeses, mm-hmm. and I think one of them's ricotta, and I just die. And it's so good. Yeah. So, yeah, Saucy's the shit. I was sad I missed that that day, but it was incredibly hot, and I just said how sweaty I am. So yeah. I wouldn't have looked fierce for the drag queens, but it's I did okay. get to celebrate... Pride a little bit in my own way. We did um, the return of 
Drag brunch, also with Sassy Sasha, which was always an amazing time. It was an all-amateur show mm-hmm. at the Winchester in Lakewood. And they turned out. They turned out. I mean, I, there were moments where I was getting too critical and forgetting that this is, like, the first time these people are doing drag. But, um, yeah, so it was great. It was awesome. And I think there's one this month. I know there, there's one every month. I really want to go to a drag bingo. Yes. Veranda Lanai, who's another amazing Cleveland drag queen. If you don't know her, she's, like, seven feet tall. She does a great bingo at the Music Box Supper Club, and I think we're going to go next Friday. I think I'm going to drag somebody with me. And now there's so many drag brunches and there's a lot so more drag much. shows than there definitely were in Cleveland a few years ago. That's why that I'm is saying a fact. I want to check out some others. Like, you know, I'm super loyal with, with Sassy Sasha because really that's the first drag scene that I've, like, encountered or, like, gone <laughs> to see in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know I've seen Monica Lexon at Drag Brunch with Sassy Sasha. And I know she has a bunch of her own drag events yeah. throughout the week and a brunch, I believe. So, yeah, spread the love. I want to check them all For out. Sure. And maybe we should do, like, a series where we, like, do a different drag thing every episode or something. That'd be sweet. Just even if it was, like, a three-parter, you know? Yeah. Pride all year round, baby. Pride all year round. And, you know, I just wanted to mention, like, this is, um, think globally, this is not a Cleveland thing, but... Just, like, the wave and the insane amount of, like, anti-trans and just general anti-LGBTQA plus legislation around the country in various states. Like, California is really call it, putting it all on blast. They've banned travel of state employees to, like, 17 different states. They just added, like, nine more. Literally, if your state has laws on the books, new or old that in any way inhibit a trans or LGBT in general person's rights, Mm -hmm. California is not sending state employees to your state. Really? They're not sending them there for meetings. They're not sending them there for conferences. They're not sending them there. They're not. And it's really, you know, it's, it's really just symbolic because I'm sure the amount of money that California spends sending people to Virginia probably is pretty small, I would guess. But it's symbolic in the fact that like, other companies, like organizations, I love how I talk about California, like it's a company. You know what I'm saying? Like other entities need to follow suit because that's the only way we're going to address what's going on around the country right now with all of these different laws. T- saying that, you know, trans kids can't do athletics right. when they want to, can't use bathrooms that they want mm-hmm. to, can't get medical procedures mm-hmm. that they need or deserve or want or just as a human right deserve. Right. So, well, the good thing is the Supreme Court refused to hear a case on the bathroom. Good. Um, yeah. I didn't hear that. Good. Yes. Yeah, so like enough is... with this bullshit. And I just think I kind of almost wish we lived in a state like California that would take such a stance like that. Because their attorney general is like, yeah, we're not fucking around with it. California, oh, California is so it. liberal. So progressive. California has like the biggest economy in the U.S. though. So... Yeah. Just please follow the lead, everybody. I not that I, I should probably brush it up, brush up on that list of states, and make sure I don't plan any travel there either. I guess that's the only thing we can do to also support and keep an eye on what's going on here in Ohio. I wanted to tell you a little story, Ryan. It's a Cleveland crime story. You know how I love my true crime. I'm trying. To slowly turn this into a true crime podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna have like I'd like to have like five different podcasts. I'd like a Cleveland true crime podcast, mm. I'd like a Cleveland versus the world podcast, I'd like a I'll Cleveland versus Cleveland. Columbus. Everything. All the Cleveland podcasts all in one. Mm. I'm just doing it here. So my Cleveland true crime story for today is an unsolved murder 
from two years ago last month in the Rocky River Reservation. Mm -hmm. And some people probably already know what I'm talking about. Um, Unsolved. I don't know if I said unsolved murder. Well, unsolved (laughs) murder. I I shouldn't say I love unsolved. Because that's not what I mean. Yes. I am most intrigued by unsolved i don't really care to hear about a serial killer and his fucking fucked up psychology Mm. that's for somebody else to study and ogle i unsolved because i want to fucking know what happened and in this particular case i think a lot of people in cleveland feel that way it's definitely been regularly in the news regularly reminded of Mm -hmm. so um on june 4th 2019 in the rocky river um reservation which is part of cleveland metro parks so this was um, in Rocky River at a bench on Lorraine Road a, on a bridge near Valley Parkway. Okay. I'm not crazy familiar with that exact spot, but mm-hmm. maybe others would be. But that's where this happened, was um, on Valley Road and Lorraine Parkway on a bench. And basically these two people, 33-year-old, these two people, um, 33-year-old Kate Brown and... 40-year-old Carnell Sledge were at the park. And, I mean, from all intents, at least when the story first broke, it was like somebody just walked up and shot these two people and killed them. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was pretty clear that, like, somebody came up, shot the guy, because I think he was actually, like, on the bench. And then the woman was, like, feet away as if she was, like, running away, like, trying to get away. And Mm. then whoever was there and did this also shot Shot her. her. Super sad, super fucked up, like literally a day in the park. This was like, I'm pretty sure a Friday afternoon, Mm -hmm. June 4th, but it was like a gorgeous afternoon in the park. And these two people who were just friends as far as reporting, you know, um, were shot and there was like no evidence. There was really no indication of who could have done this. Obviously there's no video really or any kind of surveillance. There wasn't anybody around or eyewitnesses when it happened. Several people did call the police obviously because they came upon the scene, Mm -hmm. but nobody saw it happen. So, but they did come out two days afterward. um, And it was this woman who was like head of the Cleveland Metro parks police or whatever, like rangers kind of deal yeah and she said that she they believe the metro parks are safe like there isn't a killer on the loose yeah there isn't some deranged person out there shooting people this is an isolated incident which to me i'm like ding 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 ding. it's somebody who knows these people yes somebody targeted them and to me somebody targeted the guy because obviously he was killed first if she had a chance to get away Mm -hmm. so that makes me think he was the main target whether it's somebody connected to her who's, like, mad that he's there with her mm. or somebody connected to him who's, like, mad that he's there with her. Or maybe it has nothing to do with being there with her and it just, she just, just, it just sucks that she happened to be there yeah. with him or vice versa. I have no idea. Nobody has any idea. But back in May, fucking the Fox 8 I team, who I love. Mm-hmm. They're always on it. Yes. Fox 8 is Cleveland's best news. I don't care what I anybody agree. says. I hate, I, I'm sure everybody's like, is she saying that about Fox Station? I am. I love Fox 8 News. I know they promote the word church. I don't care. I love them. <laughs> the Fox 8 I team received a letter, an anonymous letter mm. from somebody basically describing here's play by play what happened. And it was obviously, I mean, of course the I team's like, they could I'm sure it they gave it to fake. the police, but also were like, we're going to talk about this. It um, was legit enough, though, that the police took it and had a recreation, like a computer-generated recreation made 
of what is described in this letter. Oh. So to me, I'm like, if the police took it that seriously, there must be something about this letter that makes them think whoever wrote it. To me, what I read about the letter is it sounds like it's somebody who knows the person that did it. Yeah. Like, whoever did it confessed to their mom, their aunt, somebody. Because they couldn't keep it to themselves. They had to tell someone. Exactly. And that person just can't. Just also can't keep you can't keep it to themselves probably for their conscience. I get yeah, it. If right. You came to me and said, "Dude, I just shot somebody in the park." I love you, Rye, but I'm what? Unless it was in self defense, and even then, I'm going to tell you, "Let's go to the cops." Like well, there are very few scenarios. I love you, but I won't tell you then. <laughs> Ryan's just going to casually admit to murder on our podcast. Nobody's it's okay. I'll tell Alexa. It's she fine. won't tell anybody. Let's <laughs> get them camel crushes out. Um, but yeah, so this this letter was sent to the Fox 8i team. It basically describes that the shooter is a woman. It's like very specific really? though. Like it says the shooter is a woman, which I think they've thought that personally. Mm. I feel like mm, I wish I could just be a cop for like a second <laughs> because I feel like they know exactly who did it, and they just, just don't, don't have, have evidence. evidence. Yeah, that's what I really think. I mean, they even though they still push this case very hard, like every few months you'll hear, or maybe like every six months, certainly every on each anniversary that's happened, there's news stories about it. But I just feel like they know who did it, and they, like I said, they're just trying to close in, and I feel like that's why they released this letter letter because they probably know that it's legit because of something mm. but it still doesn't mean it's something they can prove so they said that like it was a woman she was wearing it was so specific like jeans rolled up and cuffed and a green sweatshirt hoodie like very specific details but i think it's because if they can go to that person who if they have the suspect and they have some kind of evidence that's all going to add to it if they find okay you do have a green hoodie with blood mm. on it, or you know what I mean? Like I think it's like it's a worthwhile. How detail. would that person know that such specific maybe, detail? Maybe if it's your friend, maybe they ran to their house right after and said, mm. "Oh my god, I just did this," and oh, that's what they okay. were wearing. So okay. they're like, "These are the clothes you should look for, police." Like that's how I read it. Yeah, but it was enough that they literally recreated it, which I thought was weird. But I think it, I really think all of it is just to put pressure mm. on whoever sent that letter, on whoever they're talking about, to say. Mm. We're taking this seriously. We're talking about it. We're we're looking into it more. Mm. Look at this recreation. We so it's like made. a rendering, like a video rendering. It's like a video rendering. It's really weird, though. I mean, of course, it's like stupid. Like if you see yeah. any cop yeah, show yeah, where yeah. they've done things like that, it's one of those things where when I watched, when I saw it, I'm like, why did they do this? This doesn't <laughs> serve anybody. And I'm like, I don't think this is supposed to serve anybody. Yeah. Besides the person who did it. Um, I think it's literally just supposed to... It, one, it's also something for the news to talk about mm, related to it. True. And again, it shows that the police are legitimate, are taking this letter as legitimate. It stops people from saying, well, it could just be a fucking hoax. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. If the police are taking that much time with it, it's probably... There's something about it that says to them, okay, maybe somebody did see somebody in a green sweatshirt leaving the park that day, but they just didn't... They didn't have enough to go on, but now they do with that. Yeah. Whoever you are, if you're fucking listening, we are coming for you. <laughs> we are coming for you. That's how to all of you bitches who've committed unsolved murders. No, sorry. <laughs> so in just interesting updates. Again, you know, the two year anniversary of that of this case just came up. Again, the victims' names, because I think that's always important to repeat as many times as possible, are Kate Brown, she was only thirty three, and then Carnell Sledge, he was 40. And Carnell Sledge, I don't know about Kate Brown, but Carnell Sledge is from 
either Bedford or Bedford Heights. He like went to Bedford High School hmm. at the same time as like my aunt, and like people know him. Like she didn't know him, but like people who she knows know him. Mm-hmm. And everything I've heard is that these were like two extremely quality, great people Aww. who weren't involved in anything shady that should have brought this kind of thing to their. Definitely them. sounds some sort of jealousy situation. I hate if... to say, which is like. Do you think there'll be an episode of Snapped about it one day? Oh, maybe. Can one we be day. commentary? Yes. Local Cleveland journalist commentary? Yeah. <laughs> we can be a floating head with a name. <sighs> That's it. That's it. That's the perfect amount of Cleveland famous that you want to be. <laughs> I My profile for what I want to be in terms of Cleveland famous just gets richer every day. I'm like, yes, that's another example of what I want to be. Yes. I told my therapist I want to be Cleveland famous the other day, and he was... Very confused. Yeah, he's like, I'm like well, Cleveland famous. Yeah, huh? I'm like, well, here's my reasoning too. Not only because I love Cleveland and because I have a million great things to say and I want to do things in my city. Also, um, it's attainable. One, yes. two. I don't want to be like national or internationally famous because that shit is crippling. And that's when people start being mean to you more, mm-hmm. and you start. You, you, you know, you end yeah. up fucking doing meth and shit. Can't go I'm to Starbucks gonna... without someone talking right. to you. I want a selfie. Ugh, <laughs> right. I still want to be able to do things, but I just want to make people laugh. That's what it really comes mm. down to. Continue to follow this case of these unsolved murders in the Rocky River Reservation. I'm going to keep, uh, keep Ryan updated. Yes, let me know of those updates. Yeah, because I feel like it's only a matter of time. It's time for the plug. Ryan, that wasn't sexy enough. We always get sexy with the plug. It's time for the plug. So my plug this week is to cap off Pride Month once again is the new clothing store thrift store called Margie's Closet. Love a thrift um, store. In Lakewood slash Cleveland on the border of West 117th and Detroit. Um, it's in the what I think they're calling the Studio West, which is going to be like a LGBT hub really there's gonna be like lgbtq Uh businesses um and a whole bunch of other things i don't think that they know exactly what all is going to be there but part of what is going to be there is definitely margie's closet and margie's closet is um a thrift store catering to not transgender non-binary and um other gender expansive communities which is really great they're offering low price clothes for people who need it who you know like yeah if you're trans and you have no clothes you need to like get some cute clothes for yourself right. you know you can't wear your old clothes and you can't go out and spend hundreds of dollars at target to get your new clothes so this is a great um alternative for that so it would be shitty of me a cis person who can buy clothes anywhere to go there and like buy all the clothes kind i of. think so okay that's um, actually good for me to be conscious of a little mm, bit because i yeah. don't i've never really thought about that i mean i don't know they might be like well thank you for supporting oh our yeah business. they wouldn't None, care nonetheless but yeah. i mean it's just something you know i just yeah. don't think we should be like everybody's not going there right because then no, it's yeah, just yeah. gonna turn to like fucking value world in lakewood right. i love value world but the last like two times i've gone there the prices are through the roof you might as well just go to like the store yeah at this point so i like that there's another place for the exact purpose you said i've never thought about a trans person who's just transitioned having to replace their entire wardrobe or like not having to but like probably wanting to yes right so that's awesome actually i've never thought about that do they like 
do they like scholarship people? Like I wonder, like can I buy a scholarship for somebody's wardrobe and pay them? No, but I bet what you could do is donate some clothes. True. That's way easier than what I just described. <laughs> I love the idea. I just said yes. we should tell them, but I love it. <laughs> I love that. I, I will think about that the next time I have clothes to donate. Yeah, for Margie's sure. closet. Yeah, and they have binders, wigs as well. So. I'm so, I totally was like, binders? Like, for what? Why are you mentioning it? Okay, binders, duh. Yes, yes. Love. Um, so, yeah, so definitely go there if you're trans, non-binary, and. If you just want to support. And support, yeah. Yes. We'll be talking about the Studio West as it finalizes a little bit more because it will be pretty cool spot on that area there that is like kind of like eh. i can't really think what else is right there like, it's across not? from that the southern cafe oh yes yeah that's really close to value world it actually. is really close to value world yeah Ooh, watch out bitches i'm just mm. saying they're gonna need to adjust their shit if they're gonna want to stay competitive that's true because i could go to value worlds in not lakewood and get stuff that's reasonably priced so I love it. Love the plug. And my plug for this week is something Ryan and I are totally going to go do if I have anything to say about it right after we're done recording here. Uh, Honey Hut ice cream, which is a Cleveland staple. I love Honey Hut. Such, yeah, such a Cleveland staple that Joe Biden, and I think Joe Biden was with him, went there when he was here. Oh, yes, yes. I did see that. He went to the Mm. Honey Hut, which I think he went to the one... So there's one on State Road, like, five minutes from my house. And then there's also one uh, further down State Road into Parma. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one in Brexville. There is another one in Brexville. I've been there before. I've never been to that one. But I also buy Honey Hut ice cream at one of my favorite Cleveland markets called Chupa's. Mm -hmm. Technically, that's in Parma. And stop me. Maybe I've plugged it before. I'll just do a quick plug. I think you have. I love Chupa's so much. I don't even care. (laughs) I love it so much. They have the best, like, pre-made garlic bread and the best produce and the best lunch meats mm. and the best butcher meats and just everything. I love Chupas. Uh, but they also have Honey Hut ice cream and not just in pints, but they have these like giant, like think of like a, a, a drumstick, like mm. the ones you would buy at like, you know, the normal yeah. grocery store, but it's like a Honey Hut one oh, and it's like three awesome. times as big. Oh. I love it. Uh, that sounds great. So it's just a great treat if I don't feel like walking over the one that's like five seconds from my house. Delicious. It's hard ice cream. Which is important to some people. Some people don't like hard ice cream. They only want custard right. or they only want soft, soft serve. serve. Yeah. I am an ice cream hoe and I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, used to work in an ice cream place in high school. I worked at Hershey's ice cream mm-hmm. in Hudson. I hated it, but I loved the ice cream. Mm, I just don't like the way, I couldn't like that the smell of being <gasps> around ice cream. I loved the smell. Mm, I didn't like being like, sticky. Ugh, yeah, my like, like whole arm, like a picture, like all different kinds of ice cream up my whole forearm from scooping, Ugh. from all the scooping. Also, I'm pretty sure that's why that job, I think is why my right boob ended up bigger than my left boob. Really? Because I had that job in a very formative time when my boobs were definitely growing. And I'm just saying, I scooped a lot for like two years. And I feel that that is why my right boob is bigger. Honestly. Honestly. What an observation. thing. I noticed it right away when I was a kid. <laughs> Trust me. Teenage Audrey was very aware of things being asymmetrical. No, I'm just kidding. But... Love me some ice cream. Love me some Honey Hut ice cream. I think we should take a little walk over there with Miss Olive, personally. I'm going to do that. And it's been great to record again. I love recording this podcast with you. Me too. And I just, um, you know, I love traveling with you, even despite our craziness. 
Me too. I love spending time with you and our friends. Yes. Get to make some great experiences you that we'll friends. just look back and laugh and laugh. Yes, we will <laughs> laugh. I'm already laughing about it. And I, like I said, I love spending time with you and our friends. Chelsea and Alexa. That's right. One more shot and everybody. Woo, Woo, party. It's Saturday, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. We can't end on that. We have to say it. Ryan, I'll see you soon. And you know what, everybody? We we'll will see, see you, you in Cleveland. Cleveland.